you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. My name is Dustin Ross, and I'm here with the news that you can use. First up, Black China posts ultrasound image of a baby in utero with the caption, Blessed 2020. Now, this happened today on her Instagram page. And while we don't know who the father is or if she's even actually pregnant, at least we can celebrate the idea of her adding to her China cabinet. <laughs> oh, my God. Next up, today is February 11th and the birthday of singer and actor Brandy Norwood. So happy birthday to Brandy, right? Must be a full moon. That's Sorry. it. Her last studio album, 211, was titled in tribute of this and also to honor the anniversary of the death of Whitney Houston. 211s also represents them big-ass house shoes she had on while she was sitting up in her room. <laughs> and finally <laughs> and finally Jeannie Mai and Young Jeezy were spotted sitting front row at several of this week's New York Fashion Week shows they were also spotted arguing after the shows because Jeezy was tired of the cold chilly reception from her friends when they would be mean to him because all this time they were thinking she was saying G-Eazy and then here he come <laughs> Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? With that me? being said, <laughs> welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know I don't. Hey, friend, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Feeling great. <laughs> so, before we get started, Asante, you want to remind them of the live show we have going yes, on this week? Yes, I absolutely would love to remind you that this Thursday on February 13th, so if you're listening, you're either on your way to the show or away to the show. Hey. Sorry, I had to have a moment. Um, Again, it's uh, February 13th, so that's this this Thursday. Yes. Don't forget to log on to SonyHall.com. There is a really, really cute link that you could use if you want to get the tickets. That's bit.ly.com. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash the Friend Zone Live Sony Hall. So make sure you come out. We would love to see you. And it's going to be great. Great guests. Great fun. It's amazing. Exciting. Can't wait to go back live with you guys. First show of the year. It's going to be amazing. So once again, that show is going to be this Thursday. 
February 13th at Sony Hall. Doors open at 7 p.m. The show starts a little bit thereafter. That's not really any of your business until you arrive. <laughs> the link will be available in my Instagram story every single day of this week until this show. So you can check my story. It lives there. I hear that. It's in my Instagram bio as well. I'll be posting it tonight. And we will see you guys on Thursday at Sony Hall. Can't wait. Tons of special guests. So I actually have the Black Business of the Week. Oh, right. Is so, it the Blackest Business? It's one of them. So okay. <laughs> one of our very good friends, Tiffany Aliche. Hey, Tiffany. Also hey, known as the Bajanista. Mm-hmm. Do you know she has a children's book coming out? Go on, Tiffany. Look she got the money. This cutie. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. I can't even deal. It's what a, a book. cute It's cover. called, isn't that the cutest? Look at the little bunny. So yes. cute. I can't. Oh. So the book is called Happy Birthday, Molly Moore. Okay. And it's Molly, M-A-L-I, Moore. So... She says her goal with this release is to teach kids essential pre-financial, of course, (laughs) education lessons like math, counting numbers, matching less versus more, giving, sharing, service, and community. Yes. So she's actually, by the time you guys hear this, she's launching a Kickstarter that kicks off today. Come on. February 5th. So where you can pre-order your copy, the funds that are raised will hire additional financial educators to create a series of financial lesson plans and activities for preschool and elementary school children. Are you ready to be made available as free resources for schools, parents, nonprofits, and you? Now you see what I'm talking about. You see what I'm talking about. So it's not just funding the book. You will get your pre-order when you participate, but you're also helping your community. What's my favorite word? Community ecosystem. (laughs) So you can donate a thousand happy birthday Molly Moore books to children in low-income communities nationwide through the schools, libraries, nonprofits, and community organizations. So you're also donating books through this Kickstarter. You leave it to Tiffany. Of course, she was going to do the damn thing. So for that pre-order link and for more information, go to mollymore.com. That's M-A-L-I-M-O-R-E dot com. Major congratulations to Tiffany. Love to see it. Love to see it. Because you know it's going to do extremely well. Really quickly about the book. Mm -hmm. It's Molly's sixth birthday and she's excited. As more and more guests arrive, so do more and more gifts. When her presence starts to push her guests out of the house, Molly has to learn an important lesson about the things that matter most. Will she choose more presents or more family and friends? Mm. Read this delightful, beautiful book to find out. Oh, Isn't that, that cute? Perfect. That sounds adorable. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited for you, Tiffany. Yes. And Tiffany will be our special guest next week. She yes. sure will. So but those of you listening, if you have any financial literacy questions that you really need answered, I'm going to ask it on the Friend Zone Twitter. Yes. So that you can reply with your question and I can keep a thread that I can get to with ease so that when she's on the show next week, boom, there'll be a whole section where I'm simply asking her the questions that you guys have for her. So, yeah. I'll post that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be asking that on Monday. So, love you guys. So excited. Yes. Yeah, shout Tiffany. out to, to um, the budget Nista. She got the money. <laughs> yes. Oh, and that's it for this week's Black Business. Amen. Are you guys ready for the recap segment? Very much so. Let's, Let's jump in. Recap. So, 
last week's episode titled Wash Your Hands, <laughs> we talked about the coronavirus. We looked through a timeline of outbreaks we've endured in our lifetime I and mean, even endured. discussed which ones have made our tinfoil hats tingle. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout out to everybody in the emails. Don't forget to hit us up at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. With that being said, all right, so I want to give a shout out to Emerald Shaw with such a cool name. This subject is Dustin being black, black excellence via GIF. And this GIF is actually right on time for what we were talking about. <laughs> Why you um, that face? You don't like it? I'm just touched. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't read it. Emerald says, hey, friends, at my job, we use a program called Microsoft Teams to instant message other team members throughout the company. Two of my closest friends and I have a private chat where we roast people, talk about who has, who has us fucked up, ask each other for help, or just generally shoot the shit. In our conversation about why our company imposed screensavers haven't changed to reflect Black History Month yet, my friend and I were exchanging random gifts, gifts already existing in teams, of black folk who could grace our screens. I stumbled upon a gif of Dustin flossing his teeth. It is now <laughs> what I will use to convey that I don't give a damn and I cannot wait to send it to non-black people when they fail to make sense. Thanks, Dustin, for being you. Screen cap below. And this is funny to me because yeah. I can just imagine you sending that to somebody uh, reacting as Dustin Where is that from? It's from grown man shit on Cassius <laughs> Life. We made a lot of dope little gifts on that while we were working on that show, and that's one that finds its way back to me. <laughs> At least you look cute in it. Thank you. It was love. a good one. It was a good one. I had to share. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Jonathan. The subject is the anthrax scare. Uh, uh-uh. Hello, friend zone. I was listening to the show today, and you guys were talking about the anthrax incident in D.C., my mom, who's a pro- postal worker of 47 years, worked at the <gasps> post office that got hit with anthrax in Brentwood. I remember because I was a co- I was in college at the time, and when I w- went home on break, I had to take her to Rockville Post Office to work because they closed the office down in D.C. The doctors had her and all the postal employees on antibiotics and other drugs to prevent her from getting anthrax. She also knew that two postal workers. She also knew the two postal workers that died from the anthrax no as well. No way. She was telling me that they got sprayed the whole place down until the virus was gone. It took almost a year to eradicate. She still works at the post office to this day. I just wanted to share my experience with the show and my mom is healthy and fine. So shout Amen. out to... Amen. Wow. Yeah, right. That's, that's good. Yeah, shout out to your mama for being out there being healthy and still doing the damn thing. I wonder do they hug. <laughs> oh my God, Dustin. I'm going to leave that right there, actually. Fran, <laughs> what did you find? <laughs> I'll just be walking in the house throwing my head up. Like, you know how you see somebody, you throw, you nod your head up. What's up? Like, that's how I be speaking to my mom. What's up, mama? No, what's <laughs> Love up? you, girl. What's up, mama? Love you. <laughs> give her a dap. <laughs> if that, I shit. Like, I don't even think he's going to give her at that point. What did you find in them SoundCloud streets, friends? So, actually, a good friend of mine named Yanni... <laughs> Sent me. Every room in the house will have surgical, a box of surgical gloves. <laughs> she sent me this new record that's dropping next week by a Dominican artist named Yofrangel, and Ooh. it's Coronavirus. Uh, coronavirus? <laughs> See, I was wondering where we Just didn't even no. know what to say. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> oh Leave it to my people, man. Why are we like this? 
The water roller coaster. So was. apparently it's a trap record <laughs> dropping next week that you can find on Yofrangel911. That's the artist. Wow. On YouTube. Not she sent it to me like, hey, I thought you I'm not even going to hear that in the barbershop because I don't the go beat, to the Dominican barber anymore. The beat was sick. <laughs> oh, I was there and now I'm gone. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> What'd you find? <laughs> I can't believe that's what you found, friend. That was such a great find, but that's just... I just had to. There's no way I was going to play that. Good on Abiyudu. God, we're terrible people. I want to give a real shout out to uh, at the real Risha. Her name is Teresa Please on Instagram. Teresa Please. Her, her name. And she Amazing. said, friends on pod. Hey, y'all. Kirby is a good ass vacuum. My parents have a Kirby. <laughs> so said, many people hit us saying that. She said, she said, my parents have a Kirby that's the same age as me and I'll be 30 <laughs> in March. <laughs> God damn. So Let I me just find out. I need to, to get some stock in the Kirby. You can still get a Kirby now? Yeah. More than likely. Well, I'm going to need to look into that. <laughs> 30 <laughs> years. Yeah, like a vacuum. <laughs> you know how you get a KitchenAid mixer and you never have to get another mixer mm-hmm. again in your life? Kirby like vacuum. A, like the Cutco knife. Okay, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one? What's the rag? You I want to get. <laughs> you know that rag that dry everything? That sham. The sham wow. Yeah, see? Everybody know. Sham fucking wow. Sham fucking wow. I know some people need to wash in between. No. Wait a minute. Dustin don't start. Because I'm telling you, okay? I don't think that's what the sham wow is for. Sham wow sham wow is better than damn wow. Okay. Shout out to um, <laughs> Dominique is what it's supposed to be, but you spelled it stupid. It's D-O-M-X-N-X-Q-U-E. <laughs> anyway. It's a millennial. So, so oh. the tweet says, which I'm just playing too because I really actually like your tweet. So that was love. So anyway, <laughs> the tweet says, I asked my child if he can still backflip because he used to do it all the time. He said, not anymore. My knees be sounding like a Roddy Rich beat. <laughs> she said, laughing my ass off, sir, you are 13. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how to tell how the box starts off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, um, a couple last ones, just really quick. These Not are gonna make 13. y'all laugh. Okay. This next one is from Stephen Colbert, who says ratings for Donald Trump's State of the Union speech were down 21 percent from last year. Maybe it's time to recast the lead. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Wow. Uh, the next two are simply from HBCU Confessions. It'll go really quickly. One says, I was two minutes late to come get my laundry out the dryer and I walked in on someone taking my clothes out. So I waited <gasps> oh, till no. they left and opened all their dryers. <laughs> oh and the next, tweet, the next tweet says, apparently they got in trouble for playing this, laughing my ass off. And it's a video clip. I'm not going to play the audio, but it's a video clip of a high school band who played the um, little jingle that plays at the beginning of the Pornhub movies. <laughs> you know what you know what it sounds no, like. Right. <laughs> that plays before Pornhub? Yeah. <laughs> <What>? yeah. <laughs> and so the school was fucking pissed. <laughs> I wanna so know who is was in charge. <laughs> Did the children play? I wouldn't even have known what was happening. I would have. I, now you know. <laughs> I would have stand up on my feet and been mouth all open. You would have been like Dustin. What is going on? 
Asante, did you hear the drum? I heard it, and I'm wondering why it happened. <laughs> so anyway, my first thought was to add that place before that. Then I was like, they better not. That's why I was a little lost for a second, but I know that. Wow, that's a 10-piece that's <laughs> <No>. band. <laughs> Y'all look nuts. Oh. <laughs> Friends on the board. Friends nice. on the board. A reluctant no. player, but there. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Anyway, go on, go on, go on. So this week's hot button will be taken over <laughs> by Asante Smith. That's right. This week I will be taking the wheel. And uh, it's very funny that I will use that expression. I did that on purpose, uh, very cornily, because this week I would like to talk to you all about self-driving cars. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, what? self Driving cars. I thought everybody drove themselves. <laughs> when you driving, <laughs> uh, uh, well, won't be for long till the car is driving itself, mm-hmm. whether you in it or not. And um, I've just been seeing a lot of things popping up about the self-driving cars. We've actually had this technology for a very long time. And so I wanted to pull up some history on a little bit of the things, how it's come to be, why it's taken so long to get to where it's been. And um, I watched a lot of YouTube videos, put up a lot of reports, did a lot of research. So I would like to bestow upon you these things that I have found. Um, very interesting, actually, because I wondered why self-driving cars hasn't been like a thing already. We've seen it. Um, in sci-fi movies and a lot of that stuff, you know, we've just seen it stylized. So like in iRobot, you know, um, there was a scene where like Will Smith is in the tunnel and it's like the Audis and shit and the um, robots are taking over and the cars are driving. But there's also been technology that's existed for a very long time to where we could self-drive. It's just been tested in certain market cities. So Isn't it already out, though? It's out on the Tesla. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not like a fully automated system. So in the Tesla, when you do it, oh, actually, they have it now to where you can do it, but um, there's still limitations on it. Okay. And it's not legal everywhere. So that's why I was interested in it, because I've been following this guy on YouTube. I can't believe I can't remember his name right now, but he ain't one of the black ones, so it's not that important. I don't feel that bad. But um, Jerry O'Connell? <laughs> no, 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 no. What? Oh. Jerry keeps popping up, so it's really. See, I mean, he does. He, he, like, he I literally see him just all the time. Right. It, it's <laughs> not far fetched that he would just pop up. But um, I was supposed to screen test for a television show with him, but <laughs> it was in L. A. and it was literally the next day, and I was here in New York. Um, but we you wouldn't have made it. Hmm? You wouldn't have made it. In well, time? you know, we would have been better. No, no, they Damn. literally hit me thinking I was in L. A. Oh, that's mm. the worst. Thank you, God, though, but no, it didn't work out. Anyway, go on, go on, because he ain't even got nothing to do with this. Hey. Oh, my God. It'd be Look like that. Minds work. Um, so my real reasoning behind doing Jay all this, O'Connor. yeah, because he actually, I mean, last week I was talking about, or that last time we talked about technology, I was talking about Jay Leno and his car collection, so what if Jerry mm. O'Connell had a secret car collection we didn't know about? It, it just seemed real self-driving, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I asked about that because I saw um, a couple of videos on Twitter of people filming mm-hmm. other people on the highway and knock the fuck out in their Teslas. You got me fucked up. While the car is driving itself. And I was like, oh, so we there already. I didn't know. I didn't I'm know. I'll never be there. <laughs> there is this YouTuber I watch and he always posts. There are several YouTubers that post videos of their Teslas, like just them doing like Tesla hacks or just little everyday Tesla shit. Uh, this Tesla one- hacks? Yeah, because apparently you can, you know, with anything with a system, you can hack it. So I, I shouldn't put that out there, but I you know. I fucking hate people. That is jacked up. Are you really surprised? I guess n- not. <laughs> right. Like, I'm, I, Did, think I remember Ben Baller. Y'all remember what happened to Ben Baller? I think it was Ben Baller. He got stuck in his Tesla. What? 
He it just would he, never hit the brakes. It wouldn't open. The door wouldn't open. And he what? was stuck in the... T- Can you pull that up? Because you have the laptop. Yeah, I'm about to... I'm pretty sure it was Ben Baller because he did a whole Instagram post about how he was stuck in it for hours and had to wait until, like, customer service. No, like, they had to come and, like, get him out or reboot it from remotely. I'm not entirely sure how he made it out. But he was, like, mortified. Could you imagine being stuck in your car? That's like being stuck in an elevator. Like, I guess he couldn't roll the window down, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think like, so. Well, why the niggas just didn't roll the window down? I'm assuming once it was shut off, it was just like no shut. means no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says a, it's a hacker was stuck in the Tesla for 24 hours, but it's YouTube uh-uh. videos that come up. It's not like actual news reports that come up. That's of so- Ben Baller? Um, they won't say the part. All I see is VY. What'd you search for? Hacker stuck in Tesla, and then it came up hacker stuck in Tesla for 24 hours. Hackers trapped in Tesla for 24 hours. Okay. Well, bottom line, don't pick me up. And no, damn it, you know <laughs> I what? I wanted a Tesla too. My the, Uber the other Maya night was and a I Tesla. I went to the dealer. Y'all did. Wait, your Uber was a Tesla? Mm-hmm. That's lit. Wow. In Brooklyn the other night. Yeah, you said you did say you pulled up yep, the te- in, in a Brooklyn Tesla. the other night. That's it was a Tesla. Crazy. <laughs> you did say that. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, the entire reason I actually thought about talking about this. Yeah, look, about I this, found it. Oh, yeah. Ben Baller. Celebrity jeweler Ben Baller said Tesla canceled his meeting <laughs> with CEO Elon Musk after Baller posted on social media, media after being locked in his Model X SUV. He said he was locked in his Model X for 47 minutes after the vehicle went into low power mode before he had to exit through the trunk. Wow. Ooh, my heart. I don't know. Wow. So it was Ben Baller. I remember that because I saw the IG post when it happened. And that seemed like a meeting they should have taken. You know what I mean? Like to smooth it over. I'm embarrassed. Like, why would you post that? Unless they was locked up too. Maybe the Tesla had mad cow disease. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Locked up. Okay, so it's funny that we're talking about Teslas and the self-driving cars because (laughs) I was wondering the other day. I asked on Twitter. I was like, do you need a license to drive a self-driving car? Somebody got to have one. (laughs) And that's the thing because Uber, um, they were were first uh, testing self-driving cars in Arizona from August 2016 to March 2018 before the death of Elaine uh, Herzberg was caused. I saw Um, that. She was the first pedestrian fatality involved in a self-driving autonomous car after a collision that occurred in the evening of March 18th. And basically she was in this car and, or she was on walking along the side of the road and there was a person in the car. So that's what makes it worse. When Uber was testing this, um, they had just come off testing with uh, two people being in the car and it was just one person in the car. Uh, and a passenger. Uh, yeah. So when Uber was testing this, they had engineers, they had like t- uh, people in the cars to make sure that the systems were working, um, just kind of make sure that everything was running smoothly, making sure that the uh, car was sensing people, making sure that the cars was running, uh, running on gas efficiently. They were just supposed to be there to make sure that it just didn't do anything it wasn't supposed to do. How the fuck much was they getting paid? I don't know. You rolling the dice on your life every day f- for work? And to prove your love to the company, like what? The sake of science. And it's sad because it it was a self-driving car accident that was, you know, caused by a person really, and the person was in the car watching TV. Mm. So it's kind of like how was it caused by the person? Because they were supposed to be um, monitoring it. Yeah, so it says, let's see. 
According in an investigator's report, they, the person was streaming a TV show on her mobile phone when she was behind the wheel. <laughs> Dash cam footage shows Miss Vasquez, the person that was supposed to be um, monitoring, she spent 36% of the journey that evening looking at the device. <laughs> in its experiments with driverless cars, Uber has mandated that a human operator pays attention at all times so they can take over in a difficult situation. Right. Or, or yeah, when the like people, fucking mowing somebody down on the sidewalk. Or when the vehicle encounters a situation it does not know. Had the vehicle operator been attentive, she would have likely had the sufficient time to detect and react to the crossing pedestrian to avoid the crash or mitigate the impact. Right, hit, a.k.a. hit something else. Was she charged with that? Um, No. I wonder what. The car was charged up. And then there was like a... <laughs> you are just... Dustin, I just don't want to do that. So basically... um, Was it a Mazda? <laughs> No. We know what they're talking there. They zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually love mm-hmm. those. Oh, my God. Okay, so um, they're basically testing these out in other cities again. And the reports that keep coming up whenever I'm looking up self-driving cars, because I was looking, I was trying to figure out if I'd be able to drive a self-driving car, even though I ain't got no license. And shout out to Estelle, because when I asked that on Twitter, she was like, I'm trying to figure this out too. So if you find out before me, girl, let me know, because I see that it's happening in New Zealand, but the uh, waters over here are still very murky on self-driving because the laws haven't been put in a put into place because they're trying to regulate so many different things. So <clears throat> Uber, they were issued the permits to self-drive the, um, the vehicles and the California public roads. So in San Francisco, um, because this accident, by the way, uh, the first accident happened in Tempe, Arizona. Like it's a suburb outside of Phoenix, I believe. Tempe, Arizona. Tempe, yes. Mm-hmm. So they were self-driving out there. They were self-driving in D.C. They were self-driving in San Francisco, a couple other places. And um, I believe the self-driving cars are still active in Toronto as well. Man, I think I was in D.C. that weekend. In D.C.? When they were, let me tell you something because you know it's legal in DC, right? Mm. Like it is? the dispensaries and shit. So, oh, 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 I didn't know. I was like, no, nah, I know I'm, I'm having a good we time. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I know I'm having a good time, but did I just see a motherfucking car rolling down the street with nobody in it? I'm like, yes. I was like, nah, I know. I've been enjoying myself on the sidewalk, but I know I didn't just see no car rolling down the street with nobody on the That's inside. Gonna be of. You out, absolutely man. did, and so I'm I glad think I was in DC that weekend. <laughs> you listen. I'm so glad you said that, Dustin, because CNN reports um, the federal government they cleared the way for a Silicon Valley startup called Neuro to deploy thousands of its self-driving delivery vehicles on U.S. streets. Neuro's based in Mountain View, California, and it's able to launch up to 5,000 of its R2 autonomous vehicles over the next two years, according to the Department of Transportation. So the R2 is this little vehicle. It doesn't have a steering wheel. I'll put this in my notes just so I can that kind is of show so you. Ugly. So this one right here, there, there's different models, oh, right? Oh, cute. That is awful. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> that shit is like a, let me see this shit again. I like the colors. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, you like the color on the inside of them doors. <laughs> yeah, that is. But otherwise, that thing looks like, you know, the what they used to put them hot ass uh, hair rollers in. <laughs> Oh my you god! That's what it looked like. Yeah. So this is the R2 autonomous vehicle. <laughs> that's um, cute. So basically, this model here is designed to. <laughs> I like the colorway. <laughs> <laughs> it is a cute colorway. It's perfect. Um, this uh, this particular model is designed to 
be unmanned and carry cargo. There's large compartments on its side that open up to reveal delivery, such as groceries or pizza. Hell nah. Yeah, because that's interested. the only kind of dinner you'd be eating if you drive that. <laughs> Who you think will give you some play and you driving that? that? But you're not driving it. It's literally deli- it's a delivery service. Yeah, so like, right, but it's still yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, this what you got? <laughs> but imagine if you ordered Uber Eats or something like that and instead of a person driving up, you got to take your ass downstairs and grab it out one of them little... Uh, that's cool. I see that things. happening. You know what I'm they, saying? You, they just give you any food. I mean, they don't know hell. It ain't even no person. That the fucking car will just throw a bag of food at your ass. I mean, I look at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not with this. I look at this and at I think all. about like uh, you know Amazon Fresh and how they do deliveries and stuff like that. But like, let's say that you don't want the groceries out there. Let's say there's like a black grocery store in your neighborhood and you just want the groceries from there. Like if they could partner with the company like this and then now nah, you now nah, I'm gonna stop you right there because you know damn well a black mom and pop grocery store. A car pull up in front of it like that <laughs> with nobody in it, and the doors just open up. Talking about put your shit in here. Black people. Will I be- didn't say it has to be mom and pop. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw an article yesterday that said that um, Jeff Bezos just ordered a hundred thousand electric delivery vans from a Michigan-based startup called Rivian. Oh, hmm. see to Michigan. And this is what they look like. They're cute. Oh yeah. <laughs> Matt Black. <laughs> this Matt one's Black cute. Man. I don't like this one either. No, <laughs> that's, that's he's what needs to be part of the design he's team. He's not doing it. But I think that's cool. Apparently, that's uh, Bezos' plan to tackle climate change, um, and they've invested seven hundred million dollars into the startup. Wow. I just want one. <laughs> wow, they can have six ninety nine. <laughs> wow. So it's the future. It is the future. Definitely. This show is an ugly future. <laughs> Odd future. <laughs> I mean, it's it's literally the future because I, all of these reports with Neuro that popped up, because it says um, they're going to initially deploy the R2 in six zip codes in Houston, covering 160,000 residents. I mean, they need a Houston so goddamn big. It really is. It take you an hour to get around the corner in Houston. It's damn. so damn big. They haven't revealed the date, but they said they're going to start delivering Domino's pizza. So shout out to the Nero. You're going to see these <laughs> That's trucks. That's so random. Yeah, they're, they're getting these random deals. So in December, the company announced a partnership with Walmart to test autonomous grocery delivery in Houston uh, sometime this year as well. Wow. Let me tell you something. Some <laughs> things just require a hand on it to make sure that things go all right. When we start walking around and cars and shit just driving around <laughs> by that goddamn self, think about the accidents. Think about all of that shit. Anything, you could just be, I hate to say it, sorry to that woman, but you could be the next one on the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure people felt the same way when <laughs> people were just on horses and buggies and then someone... Was riding was around driving to, the car. to this the day. Gonna to this day, you know that yeah. thing's dangerous. To Look how this it moves. Day, they don't let horses out without somebody on their back. <laughs> okay, so there always is someone there. <laughs> There's a check and a balance. Like these cars just rolling the fuck around. I'm, I'm fucking nervous. I'm so curious how it's gonna pan out. I think you it's ain't cool. gotta just watch your back. If you're on the sidewalk, watch your side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, um, Uber they they have been mapping out DC. Um, to do more self-driving testing this year. They can run in it, whatever they want down there in D.C. <laughs> run right on in 1600. Run right on. Go ahead and let's order. I tell you what. <laughs> 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 Anyone want Domino's? 
it's going to be similar to how you see like them little Google Maps trucks in the uh, the area. You, you ever seen them trucks? When they're taking pictures oh, and invading your privacy. I hate that shit. So much. So it's going to be some shit like that. Um, they're going to be, they said they're going to start off with three Uber vehicles mapping the area. Um, the vehicles will be manually driven and have two trained employees inside where they'll collect sensor data using a top-mounted sensor wing. It's a top-mounted sensor wing equipped with cameras and a spinning LIDAR, whatever the fuck that is. I'm going to hit that on the Google in a second. Um, the data is going to be used to build high-definition def- high maps, and the data also will be used for Uber's virtual simulation and test track scenarios. So I'm with, I'm with it. They say they want to have it launched fully by the end of 2020. Um, there have been little conversations that I saw pop up just like in my random like Google searches of all this stuff about uh, could this be a way of ending human trafficking? And I don't want to be negative, but I just want to say that because I think no, because as you're talking about like hacking and stuff like that, I don't know how I would feel. I mean, we're gonna, there's going to be a point where we do get there any damn way, right? Because we're already on the train, but, you know, there's still like a train operator even. Um, but... There will be a point, I guess, where you have to get on a, a car or just like a big ass, like, uh, no, I think even them, the up, uh, all the trains have men. I'm thinking about all the trains. There ain't no, like, just fully automatic train. Or I just, women. It'd probably be better, though, because they'll be on time. Mm. Until they start slamming they'll into each other. They'll be on a schedule. Until the first But you know what? Up. Well, and no, because they have the... to put some kind of, like, something that goes Center up. break. Yeah, some kind of brake or a, a rack that literally lifts so the train knows to stop. Or put a Republican across there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's just going to be hard because what if one day that door do malfunction and just start slamming closed That's on That's what people? I'm saying. But, you know, hey, can you imagine getting split in half <laughs> by a goddamn it's door? It's fucked up. But I feel like even the operators, please when they be clear. closing the doors, please. they be getting mad. And the way that thing be opening and closing real fast, I feel exactly. like they be hitting that thing real How quick on purpose. How many people have you seen with their arm in the thing and the operator just open and closing it I mean, on. I don't do it, but you know, there are some stupid people out there that are going to just do it just to be annoying or, you know, just try to fuck shit up. Well, because they know they're going to get off. <laughs> mm, right. <laughs> Every time the doors close on somebody, you hear that song, I don't want to wait! <laughs> <laughs> Why no. you sing it like that? <laughs> I mean, you got, you got all the jams today. The, uh, <laughs> and, and you know what? <laughs> Side note, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. That was two WB jams. Because mm-hmm. what was the first one? I don't want to be. That was from One Tree Hill. And yes, the, Gavin DeGraw. I love Gavin DeGraw. And you ever heard Chariot? Oh, Chariot. Oh, my God. Give yeah. me your strength. Come on, Range. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the other one was uh, Dawson's Creek Classic. So, yes. <laughs> WB two times. Thank you for, for that. Um, I also wanted to bring up why it, there's an article from TheVerge.com. And, and it says, we still can't agree how to regulate self-driving cars. So, this is going to kind of get back to, like, why this is not a thing yet. Because when I was watching YouTube videos, I would see people in, like, 2014 or 2015 saying, next year, self-driving cars. And it's like the Tesla has been out here for all these years and it's been it's had the self-driving capabilities and it's not highly publicized. But then I also kind of wanted to figure out how this was going to be integrated in like older cars that don't have it or cars that um, could potentially self-drive now, but just don't have the right software. Like, could you update that? Or do you have to install Hell something? no. Hell no. <laughs> you can't. Don't do no reformatting of no shit that wasn't made for this. 
I want my car to be on Janet Jackson, made for this. I'm telling you. That, why in the fuck would I want a 1985 to start driving by itself all of a sudden? Like, if I have a goddamn one of them, remember that car the sniper was driving in D.C.? No. If I have one of them box Chevys like that, you think I want it driving itself? No. That's reserved for the new th- shit. And also, shout out to Cadillac because they have Super Cruise technology. They actually introduced this two years ago, um, and now it's available on multiple uh, vehicles across their um, product line, their product portfolio. But Cadillac has a technology for this autonomous driving called Super Cruise. You know, and the steering wheel lights up with a green bar when it's engaged. Thank ah. you so mm-hmm. much. That's cool. Dustin, because the Super Cruise was what kept coming up, and I could not remember what it was. So thank you so much for saying that. And you I brought welcome. it up. A uh, car and driver, they have a, this report, and it says, is a, a is an $1,000 aftermarket add-on as capable as Tesla's auto park, uh, Autopilot and Cadillac's Super Cruise? No. So yeah. Why would you want aftermarket self-driving software? Well, because somebody that might not be able to— that makes sense. Well, because some people might not be able to afford— uh, So everyone is included. It. Yeah, if you can. Some shit you don't need to be a part of. You can't afford it. <laughs> Don't get it. You don't have to have it. You can push the pedals and turn that wheel. <laughs> push the pedals. Okay, I'm going to talk about Super Cruise, and then I got to dial back to uh, why we can't uh, get this stuff off the ground yet. <clears throat> so basically, for $9.98 or $1,000, there's an upstart called comma.ai, and they sell an aftermarket. You're going to end up in a comma. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly where you're going to end up, somewhere laid up in a comma because you was driving comma. Um, Come on. They sell an aftermarket (laughs) dash cam and wiring harness that taps into and overrides the factory-installed assistance system in many Honda and Toyota models, as well as some Chrysler, Kia, and Lexus vehicles, among others. When it's activated, Comma.ai's open pilot software assumes control over the steering, brakes, and throttle, and it reduces the uh, frequent reminders to keep your hands on the wheel. So as you might reduces, yeah, because you know, uh, I think Tesla. I, I watched this video. Of the guy he was self driving with the Tesla, and he said one of the things that was annoying to him was that he always had to like every ten seconds or so he had to touch the steering wheel. So I guess for somebody that every uh, ten seconds, yeah, I yeah. mean that seems a bit excessive. Uh, I think it was like I eight think s- your hands should stay on it personally. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, and that was the thing, and so I don't know if I mean if it's self driving, and, and that's the thing. So I don't know if maybe there's like a setting that you could turn it off with or well, what. Well, I told but, you the man was sleeping in the video I saw, so I know his hand was. Well, in it. another video, the same person they were auto driving, then locked up <laughs> <laughs> with his hands on the wheel, sleep. In another, <laughs> yeah, some mad cow melatonin. <laughs> Talk about ghost riding the whip. Oh my gosh. Um, the ghost riding the whip. someone said pop, lock, and drop, but it came out that year. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, please do not enable this conversation. Locking up. That goes right in line when I say, if the car don't yell, move, bitch, get out the way, then I don't want it. When they were talking about the cars, talks to pedestrians. <laughs> um, so, yes. Yeah, I mean, basically, if you got a car and you're just trying to get in the game, I think that there should be, and I'm not saying that I would want this necessarily, because I don't even know if I would want to buy a car that's not necessarily formatted for auto driving. Hello. To be reformatted <laughs> for that. But if there's capability for such to happen, I think it should be made available. If it's been tested and approved after however long they need to do so. But it's like your words. cell phone when the new iOS comes and you just no, it's update not, it. Because your cell phone is not, <laughs> your, your, cell, said, you know, your cell phone can't kill you. You know what I'm saying? Like a car can. What? A car can take you out of here. 
a cell phone, you know. A cell phone. <laughs> you can order the car. <laughs> Take you out here. Like, that's not. It says any one of these systems could confidently track the center of a lane for hours with minimal driver input on reasonably straight highways. Although no automaker. Now, what does the sexuality of the highway have to do with anything? <laughs> I mean, that this is good. just you really me. like reasonably straight. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like I never, you know what I'm saying? Like I cannot believe that they would do like. At a certain point, you got to draw the line, okay? <laughs> well, it's completely unnecessary. Well, we got to name well. the episode that. <laughs> please, reasonably please, straight. Please, please. <laughs> Let me write that. Yeah, because because <laughs> I'm gonna forget. It says no automaker admits that the infotainment is part of its system's machine learning. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I don't know why this makes me laugh, but right after it says, <laughs> right after we went hands free. Oh. <laughs> 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 that means you, that means you came out. <laughs> you go hands free. You didn't came out then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna do this. I promise. I'm gonna go back and talk about why. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to the verge and talk about why we can't agree on how to regulate self driving cars. So it's like there's all this technology out here that's like happening. It's in certain areas. It's gonna be here next year. Then it just takes forever. So I just want to know like what the fuck is going on? Like how come I haven't actually seen this stuff? But I I hear about it all the time. Um, so basically, uh, the Republican controlled House of Representatives. You oh know, my god. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure it has more to do with the government than the actual... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they passed the Self-Drive Act in 2017, which it sped up the adoption of self-driving cars and and bar states for setting performance standards. So there was a bill in the Senate, actually, it's called AV Star, and it failed to pass after Democrats raised objections that it didn't do enough to address safety and liability concerns. Thank God for Democrats. (laughs) So late last year, a bipartisan contingent in both the Senate and House began meeting to revive the effort. The hope was that with the Democrats in control of the House, a bill could be crafted that addressed many of those concerns. That bill, though, is still in the works. And many uh, in today's hearing um, laid bare many of the same problems that was plagued in the original effort. Auto and tech industry reps want more leeway to manufacture and deploy vehicles that lack traditional controls like steering wheels, side view mirrors and pedals. That means raising the cap on the number of federal motor federal motor vehicle safety standards exemptions. And they're given out that are given out each year from twenty five hundred per company to ten thousand per company. The National Highway Traffic uh, Safety Administration, they handed out the autonomous vehicle exception, excuse me. They handed out their first autonomous vehicle exemption to California-based company Neuro. So Neuro's the reason that's that— the first, That's the yep. first motherfuckers so, you were talking about, so right? That's why they get to. that's why they get to do everything, because they're like the first company that's part of this exemption that's going on. Because yeah, I was they wondering, in bed with the state of California. Because I was wondering, I was like— So, so there's some ties in there, some inappropriate business ties. Well, and, and maybe, you know, that some very lobbying. well may be the case. Lobbying. Oh, yeah. Because it was mm-hmm. interesting to me that, like, companies like Uber have been out there for so long and Google they've tr- they've done stuff like this for years and so I was just so curious as to why this was happening and I did not get into the bottom of that but I'm glad you see that because I just thought that, that was really somebody really into the bottom of somebody <laughs> um, on the flip side there's safety advocates trial lawyers and local officials that maintain the promise of self-driving cars to reduce road deaths 
Um, and it's just a promise. They argue that the technology is not ready for prime time and they want Congress to empower regulators um, to require more data from autonomous vehicle operators, such as crash reporting and disengagements of the self-driving software. I thought they was going to say they require the regulators to mount up. <laughs> mount up. It um, was a clear black night. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's, he's got it today. I'm 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 glad. Come on, man. <laughs> you look self driving. Look, and, and you self driving with them jokes because you just you just got them. You just in the pocket with them. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I just thought that it was very very odd that all of this was happening. But basically, there's not a clear answer on when all of this is going to just be um, and when it's going to be spread out for everybody. But there's going to be autonomous vehicles that are. There's been autonomous vehicles rolled out in other countries, and they've been a thing for a long time. Where and. Uh, in the UK, like I was saying earlier, New Zealand, um, right now there's this compliance, um, there's a competitor in China. That's cool. Um, I see that. China has a master plan to lead in the next generation technology of the um, of the autonomous vehicles. And they have several companies called, uh, not Baidu, but Baidu, because it's B-A-I-D-U. Um, there's another company called Pony, and there's another company called Too Simple, but it's just T-U Simple. Um, that sounds like a hair salon. <laughs> They, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, it says here that they make great use of the talent and resources in Silicon Valley to advance the capabilities, but the U.S. still has the edge because, you know, these are companies out in the U.S. So these other people, these other countries are just using our technology to basically move forward, and we're hesitating because we're scared. Thank but, God. I mean, I mean, yeah. Come with it. I'm ready. Are you ready for the self-driving? come with it, yeah. all right. <laughs> I've just been watching. The first car we got to dodge as we walk it up the street and be like, friend, I told you. (laughs) I would get one so I could take a nap. I want one because the thing is, (laughs) I really know how to drive. I just ain't felt like going back to get my license. So I'd be okay in a self-driving car to like grab the steering wheel and do what I got to do. But I just miss driving and listening to my music in my car. But I don't miss traffic and things like that. So if I'm in a self-driving car in traffic, assuming it works well enough for that, you know, when we get there. I would love to just sit in my car and roll what I need to roll without worrying about the steering wheel and still get to where I need to go. It would actually make me a more timely person if I was in a self t- self-driving car. Same. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> so. I'll meet you there. <laughs> Wherever we going, I'll see y'all there. So you would, I am not. So what happens if, so let's say you, the other night you got in that Tesla. Mm-hmm. And the man gets out the Tesla. No, he knew what was up. <laughs> I saw them hands 10 and 2 the whole time I was in that car because I had would you got do? in and we made eye contact. But what would you do if he was getting out because he was an Uber? He was your the the rider before you. He just wanted to ride in the front seat. Mm-hmm. And so I would he, get out with him. <laughs> be like, well, thanks for giving me this far. <laughs> we can end the ride But here. what if you get in the car and he just get out and you don't know? Like, I'm getting out, too. <laughs> if a car, and, you, and the car's still moving, we are getting out. <laughs> Where are we going? Did you call the next car you need to call? Because I guess we're going to pull that, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. Uh-uh. I like my life, man. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I am. I'm not going to lie. I just think that it would be very, very interesting just to see what kinds of things they would do. Because imagine like the Uber pool or like what kind of. This must mean. This explains how Black China ended up at the Oscars. She must have have got a self-driving Uber. Somebody hacked it and dropped her ass off at the Oscars. And she's like, well, I mean, I might as well go on and walk. (laughs) You know, she went on and walked. Because otherwise, I just don't know. Deborah Cox. (laughs) You know Deborah Cox got another song out? 
It's good for her. She needs to keep she singing. She looks great. And sounds great still. She always looks great. Always, always, always. I just love that good batch of black that she's preserved. She ain't getting in the car either. <laughs> well, <clears throat> outside of you getting in the car... There uh, again, the company Neuro they partnered with. I said earlier, like Domino's and Walmart. Um, they're supposed they're supposed to report any crash related information to the federal government, and they periodically supposed. they are supposed to. Well, it says they're required to, and I said supposed to, so it's required to. But um, they periodically report uh, federal government and to the general information about the R 2s operation. There's a spokesperson that says that we will need to. Look at the fine, the fine print if the reporting requirements fully assess what will be required, robust enough information on adverse events to fully. Uh, ooh, see, hold on. What's she trying say to say, Ryan? <laughs> she basically trying to make sure that they're not trying to ask for too much information when they want the. Uh, to quali- when they want the risk and the benefits. So basically, like, let's say the self-driving car, if it just hits a bird or runs over a rat or something like that, like, how do you justify if that's reported as, like, uh, an incident and if it's, like, a minor incident versus full incident? So, like, you when you're reporting... the time to read what the report says. I mean, says. yes, basically that. Um, it People basically are says, so goddamn lazy, like... And y'all don't even want to read safety reports? And, you know, but you basically whenever I know basically whenever, you know, it's something new that comes out. I think to myself, like, wow, uh, this might be a way for somebody to. These are ways of creating jobs, because when you create these. I thought you were going to say a way for somebody to get killed. <laughs> no, that's what you wanted me to say. <laughs> like, wow. Just because wow. this must be a way for somebody to get killed. <laughs> well, maybe that. Um, because when these <laughs> self-driving cars hit the road, you know, it's going to be less cab drivers, less reasons for people mm-hmm. to be behind the, the uh, wheel, especially if it's doing like deliveries or, you know, uh, big trucks that, you know, them big 18 wheelers and shit like that. So this reading of the fine print or figure out ways of reporting, that's a job to, that's created right there. Like trying to take those people that were on the road that have no use for being on the road and I guess giving them desk work or something. But these are jobs that. What like, about the employment rate? Uh, how will they be affected by these? I mean, it will be affected. Oh, 100,000%. That's why I was thinking to myself about the people that are losing the jobs. They talk about they're being too lazy to read these reports. That's a job right there. So be like, well, listen, we don't want to take any of these jobs away. Like so. the truckers are going to be affected mm-hmm. that bring produce or, I mean, anything from, you know, east to west coast. Mm-hmm. The car with nobody in the damn driver's seat smashing to the back of the trailer is watermelons and, sh- and cantaloupes and shit all over the freeway. <laughs> oh my God. Produce just gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Neuro, because you said produce, um, Neuro, the reason I feel like they're probably front-running the race for this self-driving initiative is because they spend most of their time, um, they spend most of their times, they spend most of their time uh, implementing that they want to transport goods and cargo versus people. So I think that's why they're kind of like edging their way in, trying to just be like, oh, well, we just want to, you know, help uh, make things accessible for people since people can already be accessible. Now, see, to me, to me, mm-hmm. that don't mean nothing, but their car is going to tear more shit up because it'll be more heavy of a load running into something. Mm. That's how I'm looking at this. And that's going to be something else that needs to be taken into consideration for reports like weight loads and management. But why? They just going to skip over the paragraph because they're not reading anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not clear when self-driving is going to be fully uh, implemented on the road. I just want to talk about it because I feel like I've been seeing more and more reports on it. 
Um, I ain't seen shit. <laughs> well, I'm a nerd. I just be all up in the tech world. I be for whatever reason I have an iPhone. I've always had an iPhone, but I still be looking up on all these cell phones. Um, I was gonna do today's episode about the Google Glass, um, just VR. But I was like, let me just do something else. So I want to talk about the cars. But um, yeah, I'm just always looking at little nerdy shit because I just like that. Shout out to Marcus Brownlee uh, HD. He's on YouTube. He just has really good YouTube videos of him because he's like a big nerd. Uh, gamer, so that's why I first started looking at his stuff. But then he also looks at uh, TV, sound stuff, um, cellular devices, laptops, uh, tech traveling, and he talked about his self-driving car. And he got a car he don't drive too. He he drives that car. <laughs> See, so he, he agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> he drives that so car. So shout out to uh, what was his name? Brownsville. Marcus Brown. Marcus Brown Lee in HD. That's the one got a baby that's married to Brooke Valentine. No, he's not what? married to Brooke Valentine. What's her husband's name? Uh, Ain't it Marcus? Yes. Yeah, then so, they just have a, they have that a beautiful baby. That man is baby. not a gamer on YouTube. At all. Well, he seemed cool though. Actually, I'm not trying to put that on nobody either. I don't know nothing about his bit. Again, <laughs> sexuality don't have nothing to do with this. What? You know oh what I'm my saying? god. Okay. <laughs> well. That was my great, wonderful reporting on self-driving. Um, I just fell in this really crazy hole of wondering why the fuck it's been talked about so much, but it hasn't really been a thing. And That it just, part was really driving you crazy, wasn't it? It was, and it, and it, and it was self-driving me crazy, okay? So that's it for me here. This, <laughs> yeah, uh, you are just... He, he, he can't stop. He can't stop. He's he's autonomous. Them, some of them cars with nobody in the goddamn driver's seat. <laughs> That's what can't stop. We all going to be out of here. And, and another thing, you're talking about it's going to be less cab drivers. It sure is because they're going to all get took out head on collisions. Stop. Everywhere you look. It's like, gonna damn. It's going to be great. I can't wait to play oh, you this know clip back to you in 15 years when that's the norm. You're going to be like, damn, I sounded crazy. I'm going to be sleeping in the back of the car. <laughs> I have a really great idea, and this is probably not supposed to be helpful, but it it is to the people that it'll be helpful to. I think to start off the safe uh, the self driving initiative, a company, well, I shouldn't say any company, but a company that does ride sharing, they should begin to offer their employees some sort of something to put on their car, I guess, to help map this shit out, and they should do like a payout of some sort or like a, a garning of some sort. So when they're ready to. Uh, transition their job of, I want to say, driver to operator, because I feel like at some point when we say, all right, we, we don't need to drive behind the car no more, we could at least be like, okay, well, you've, dr- you've driven for so long, maybe you should be an operator or, you know, the people that are there to make sure it operates correctly. And then from there, if they end up losing their job, whatever thing that they've enrolled in, they get a bunch of money from. I just feel like there's just there has to be something for all these people that might be losing their like delivery jobs or service jobs. You act like these companies care. They don't about give a that. shit, but but it, that helps them. That's if they, the least of their worries. In my mind, it helps them if they send out something that all they drive. Or it don't, even you know what you're right, friend. It could just be a damn update on the app on their phone. It's just an update, and that helps them out somehow. And you know, fuck whether they're gonna help the people out or not. I just Ca- want them to capitalism have, don't have feelings. I just want them to have the correct information if I'm gonna be on the road with these self driving cars. That's I all bet I you really they got want. Drivers. <laughs> For now. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org.
Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. So that's it for the hot button. Now we're going to move on to friend and the wellness segment. Actually, that's kind of funny if these uh, CEOs still have drivers because that's like Mark Zuckerberg. Is it? No, no, no. Who is it? Was it Steve Jobs? Somebody like their kids don't. I think it was Mark Zuckerberg. Like his kids don't have Facebook or he don't have kids. Who Bill is Gates. it? Is it Bill Gates? There's some CEOs that like. <laughs> <laughs> There's some CEOs that their kids don't participate in the technology that they have contributed to the world, and I always oh, found wow. that fascinating. If you look it up, you'll know what I'm talking about. I just for I whatever for can't you. remember right now. But Further yes. to your point. Mm-hmm. Before we get too far, yeah, <laughs> Madonna was the same way. Remember, Madonna didn't let her kids watch TV for years. Really, Madonna's kids did not watch television. And I'm thinking, like, your mama's a hoe. <laughs> of course, like, what you? No, I'm just playing. Oh my but god! But like, but your mama is Madonna. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? You can't watch TV? Like she knew. So, I don't know which one it is, but it says Bill Gates and Steve Jobs raised their kids tech free. See. That's the article I read, and I was like, hmm, interesting that you would raise your kids tech-free. Says a lot, something to consider. Um, even Mark Zuckerberg, he was somewhere, and they showed his laptop, and he had his camera covered <laughs> on his own laptop. I he was like, mm-hmm. okay, They're going to try to hack his mm-hmm. ass. Shit, he know, he know people coming. Um, so the Tesla that Dustin took to Brooklyn was because <laughs> the guys came to my house. Yes. <laughs> Finally. She's right. It was, it was so beautiful. Thank you. It was great. Fran has really created um, a home for herself in a brand new space, and it did not feel cold and sterile <laughs> like like new construction sometimes can. It right. felt very homey, and mm-hmm. um, it just, there was definitely a, a vibe in the space. I loved so having you guys great. there. Why did we sit on my rug and drink tea? I was, was just, just going to so say, perfect. I meant to take some of that tea. <laughs> I, I was doing my like shots. Right, I got it. <laughs> Dustin was like, this was pretty good. It was. I was very surprised. I thought it was going to taste like felines. <laughs> so amazing. But it was good. No, that was a very fun night. I was so glad to have you guys there. I loved it. Thank you, friend. So on this week's... Go ahead. No, I was just thinking about the cobbler, and Jay was supposed to cobbler yesterday. Oh, for she was going to make it because <laughs> yeah, that video we were watching. Video. I was like, damn, I want some cobbler. She and then stole the place- my cake. You oh, left your cake. You left it. She stole it. No, that. you left it. And I she ate it. She specifically. Wasn't it good, friend? It was okay. Oh. <laughs> it was okay. The way she was reacting, I was dead. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was dead. You know what I'm going to say? <laughs> you picked it up at the end of the day. I feel so like it's probably it dry. Yep. It's their end of the day batch. Yep. The look, I'm the, I'm in my mind, that. I was thinking when friends said this, so that's why Jay was like, make sure you take your cake to you. Because <laughs> She didn't, cause she she wasn't eating it. I was like, "Are you not gonna eat this?" She's like, "No." And I'm like, "Well, I love red velvet." Red was like, "Well, I'm out this red velvet cake." I'm eating it. So and I as bought soon red as velvet I cake and it was red leather. That's <laughs> fucked up, man. Cause 
you know, it's a little, it's a little I'm mad now. Dry. And then she had us watching some video. Sheets. She had us watching some video of somebody making cobbler. So I was like, damn, now I want me some cobbler. And I don't like pie. <laughs> I'm not a pie person. I me might be either. able to do sweet potato Ooh. pie. That's probably the only one. I don't like the, the consistency of like cooked oh, fruit. God, that that's what I always say. And Claude and Jade are making fun of me the other day. They were like, you're annoying. <laughs> like, it's gross to me, but Jade stole apple. my cake. <laughs> And then I fuck. ate it. Yeah. <laughs> you fuck if it had been aired out. <laughs> Jay stole my cake. So last week during Asante's Music Ooh. Man segment, in passing, I mentioned that I wasn't listening to music that week. I was like mm. heavily mm-hmm. immersed in my favorite podcast. Your um, podcast bag. My podcast bag. You know, you, we talk about that. How mm. Sometimes you just like not in the mood for music. So it's kind of been like that the past couple of weeks. But I wanted to do the segment proper. Yes. Because a lot of work goes into making a podcast. Yes. A lot of work goes into producing and hosting and organizing and engineering and editing and promoting and designing. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. And I think it'd be nice to uh, create a space for those creatives to be amplified and acknowledged and honored and revered for their work because I love when people do that to us. Yes. Judge for me. Judge for so me. I, <laughs> so I had a couple of podcasts that I wanted to mention uh, because people were also tweeting us like, what other podcasts do you listen to? Because they started listening to the shortwave one that I mm-hmm. mentioned from last week and you guys are loving it and Hidden Brain. So I was like, let me do it proper. So I asked the guys, too, to give me a list of their favorite podcasts. And Asante said he didn't have any. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I he don't. said, you don't, you don't listen to podcasts. I, I find that fascinating. That is, I don't. I, there was like a is time. Is it just not your thing? It's just not. Because there was a time where I did, but I just... Like, I put on a podcast every now and then, and then, like, 10, 15 minutes later, I'm like, all right, on to the next. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I got, like, ADD or something, but. I I mean, it's a long-winded format, so I can imagine it not being for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to share a couple that I absolutely love. So, the funny thing is, is I was looking at the networks, because I want to shout out the networks, too, because I think it's important for them to be honored as well. I just really love NPR. <laughs> they got some good lineups. Like what I NPR see. is doing great work. Like I just can't even deal. But the first one is Hidden Brain, which mm-hmm. I've mentioned before, and it's on the NPR network, hosted by Shankar Vendantam. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a what name? A name. Mm-hmm. Shankar Vendantam, and it's a podcast using science and storytelling to reveal unconscious patterns that drive human behavior that shape our choices and direct our relationships. It is an incredible podcast. I think I listen to it every morning. It's officially like a part of my morning routine. Mm. If I have to re-listen or... Have you ever... Well, you don't listen to podcasts. (laughs) Dustin, have you ever found a podcast that made you want to go to the very first one? Yes, I have. Like, you don't want to miss an episode. Yes, I have. It's rare to feel that way. And this is definitely one of those that made me feel that way. If I had to say a standout episode, that'd actually be pretty hard. <laughs> but one that I, let me pull it up actually, because it was so amazing. One that I was listening is called, um, I wish that Spotify would let you, they need to make a list of like the most recent listens. Why don't they do that? Like recently played podcast? Yeah. Or even like the episodes. But I think it was called Creating God. Mm-hmm. 
And it was an incredible study of religion. And it had like several different religions in it. Just like what, how are the rituals in religion created? Like where do they come from? Little things like that, just nuances with religion that you don't, you don't think about. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, when you go to like a Christian service, or rather a Catholic service, where did these rituals come from? Who started them? Who decided that this was the design element of a sermon, of mm. a service? Who had on the first cute necklace and they was like, you know what? <laughs> From now on, them beads is it. You know what I'm saying? Even like the robes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, the way the choirs are formed. Like, who decided this? Who decided the structure? And I just thought it was a fascinating episode. What if it Um, was choir jumpsuits instead of choir (laughs) robes? In prison robes instead of prison jumpsuits. Not prison robes. Um, (laughs) Another episode that I loved was one called When Things Click, The Power of Judgment-Free Learning. Mm -hmm. And really quickly, that one was about how when teachers compliment you or give you negative feedback, both of them are actually pretty hurtful to the way that you learn. Because compliments, you end up chasing that, you know, Mm. and then the negative one, you end up focusing too much on how the person feels about you as opposed to like what it is you're supposed to be learning. Really interesting data and conversation. Hidden brain is just, (laughs) I want to, I just want to be over there. (laughs) I'm like, can I just sit (laughs) in and watch y'all? And the fact that they have such big teams, Mm -hmm. they have the fact checker, the producers, like, Just the way that Life. they move is just so cool. Um, the next one is Invisibilia. I subscribe Popular to one. that. You do? Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, makes me happy. Mm-hmm. You really like it? I love Invisibilia. It's a little trippy, <laughs> <laughs> but I love Invisibilia. That one's also under NPR and it's hosted. Yeah, he yeah, listens yeah. to it. I like that it's right under Friend yeah. Zone. <laughs> pop um, pop it's hosted by, hosted and produced, excuse me, by Alex Spiegel, Hannah Rosen, and with previous seasons hosted by Lulu Miller. It's a podcast that studies the unseeable forces controlling human behavior, shaping our ideas, beliefs, and assumptions. Invisibilia is actually Latin for invisible things. <clears throat> so it fuses narrative storytelling with science that will make you see your own life differently. Standout episodes, The Secret History of Thoughts. Let me tell you, don't walk, run to that episode. They interview a man, which I feel like I've mentioned on this show before, that was having like really evil thoughts. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, remember that? Mm-hmm. And he didn't know how to handle it because he'd never hurt anybody. He would never hurt anyone, but he couldn't stop thinking. He would of, just get to tripping sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it'd be his girlfriend. He'd want to like, he'd visualize like stabbing her and all these things. And he was like, what is going on with me? So he went to therapy. There was a, a second part of the episode, that same episode, where it was a man who... Uh, I think he was like paralyzed or something and he was the parents were taking care of him and he felt terrible, obviously, because he felt like a burden Um, and he couldn't speak anymore. But he was thinking and seeing them and he couldn't say anything for like 13 years. And they had no idea that like he could still see them and feel them and connect to them. And even when they would talk to him, he would talk to them back telepathically and just interviewing what life was like for him to not be able to communicate. If that ever happens to me, even if I'm not responsive, just put the pencil in my hand. Oh, my God. 
because if I like if I can't tell you, but I might be able to write it. If the if but I'm he just, couldn't even do that. Oh, he couldn't. No, he was like bedridden. Damn, I wonder what they could have did. But I thought that was. Can you imagine thirteen years? Mm-hmm. And he said he remembers days where his mom would come in and be crying, and you know, be like completely just defeated and. He'd want to, like, tell her, like, I'm here. Like, I'm here, you know? And he How just did we couldn't. get the interview? Because he's not, he's, he came back. Mm. He, like, completely, I'm, like, trying to and think. he has a recollection of the of that time. He was, a, yeah, because yeah. he was conscious. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah, he was conscious all 13 years. That episode is mind-blowing. That was actually the first one I ever listened to that just pulled me in. I was like, yeah. yeah this you're going to is... have to text me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's The Secret History of Thoughts by Invisibilia. Um, my third favorite is Life Kit. Okay. That's another right. one by NPR, <laughs> hosted by Allison Arby. Um, it's a podcast under the society and culture section, and it says everyone needs a little help being human. From sleep to saving money to parenting and more, we talk to the experts to get the best advice out there. Life Kit is, he- is here to help you get it together. With that one, I won't even say what a fave episode is because I think that's a more personal choice. Like they said, it's to help you. Uh, it's to help you get it together. So they have episodes like, "Are you struggling? You know, to quit smoking? Are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> are you interested in seeing a therapist, but maybe like don't know what the steps are to get that started? Um, maybe your mom who's feeling overwhelmed with your kids, but don't know how to communicate that. You know, like it's just a life kit." It's yes. literally it's literally a life kit, and then they have something for nice. everyone, and it's an amazing podcast. As they had one recently, um, what was it? Strategies? Oh, feeling anxious? Here's a quick tool to send to your soul. That was the name, and it was like a radical compassion, a conversation on radical compassion for yourself, where they were discussing like strategies for conflict, anger, worry. Just really dope. I think it's a it's especially for the youngins that are still, like, trying to figure out so much and, and feeling overwhelmed, this is a podcast that I definitely think you should put into your subscription. Um, Shortwave, which is the one I mentioned last week, hosted by Maddie Sophia, also on NPR. This one is about Missy's early hair and her career. <laughs> <laughs> it's about new discoveries, everyday mysteries, and the science behind the headlines, all in 10 minutes which I think is insane. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's daily. I didn't realize Um, it's science for everyone using a lot of creativity and a little bit of humor. I love it. That's the one that gave me the the lowdown on washing your hands, like the history of it. (laughs) This is for 10, it's 10 minute episodes and it's for the lady who was overwhelmed by all them kids (laughs) (laughs) to just fit in. So she got a little time for herself. (laughs) If I could pick a standout episode, (laughs) they closed out last year with an episode called The Decade in Science. And it was a look back on some of the biggest science stories of the past 10 years. That was, you know, I was living for that one. They had a lace front episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. And Death, Sex and Money. 
Have y'all heard of that one? And in the Coles podcast. <laughs> and it's Damn. actually by WNYC Studios, mm-hmm. hosted by Anna Sale. The show was born out of the desire for open and honest conversations about the things that we think about a lot and need to talk about more. Mm-hmm. I love that. Me too. That's a tagline. Intimate conversations <clears throat> with celebrities and listeners about money, relationships and fidelity, career shifts, parenting, mental illness, divorce, gender, ident- gender identity, dying, and more. Very good. Damn. She did a podcast episode with Rafael Sadiq. Mm. That was part of like his oh, rollout. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know much about him as a mm-hmm. person like I, he never really spoken about like his childhood and I love that about him actually and even the I mean yeah for the most part the mysterious artists yeah. are but it would be few and far between hold my ear okay. to the speaker and listen to what happened <laughs> but him talking about his brothers their addiction he had a, a brother trigger warning that's a lot of heavy stuff by the way um, a brother that committed suicide mm. another brother that was like severely addicted to drugs just all the things he endured that I'm like oh shit never would have even known who would have known like yes. he just never shared that stuff and he he talked about music being his therapy he talked about being discovered by Prince which I didn't know <laughs> makes perfect sense though <laughs> right so definitely a standout episode um, she also had an episode with Esther Perel who is like an iconic relationship expert well she started hand sanitizer <laughs> That is not <laughs> the doctor from Vienna. <laughs> Esther Purell. <laughs> and if you're someone <laughs> who likes podcasts about relationships, because I know there's mm-hmm. some people that that's like their biggest interest. Esther Perel has her own podcast. It's called Where Should We Begin? And it's a Gimlet podcast. <laughs> Why are you laughing? He, it's his fault, Esther Perel. Now I'm thinking about Purell, so. <laughs> She's got a clean show. <laughs> so it says, step into iconic couples therapist Esther Perel's office mm-hmm. and listen as real couples anonymously, which is the key to this Ooh, podcast. That now, now we're getting juicy. <laughs> now, matter of fact, friend, what was the name you said? Where should we begin? <clears throat> and yes, it's on Spotify. So they anonymously bear the raw, intimate, and profound details of their story from infidelity to sexlessness to loss. It's a space for people to be heard and understood. It's also a place for us to listen and feel empowered in our own relationships. Here you go, right here. You found it? Mm -hmm. It is so good. She's iconic. She also has a YouTube channel if you're more of a visual learner. She got them bachelor pad sheets on the uh, cover. <laughs> <laughs> that great comforter every single nigga got. <laughs> I've, learned, I've learned so much from her. She is just iconic. Her YouTube videos will really shift your perspective on, you know, conversations surrounding monogamy and infidelity and even just your expectations of your partner. Really thought-provoking, and I love that on the podcast it is anonymous, which I think makes a big deal, a big difference, rather, because, you know, people are going to speak on yeah. it a little a little more honestly. Hmm. Um, 
Crime Junkies. I subscribe. Did I'm you? fucking hooked. Isn't and you're a friend. Amazing. Thank you. I'm telling you, literally. Our fellow Crime Junkies. Lord, oh, Lord. If you need a new one. Oh, crime you junkie. are. Oh, yep. I love that. Hidden brain. See, I be, I be, see. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I just don't be talking about it, but I be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a true crime fanatic like we are, mm-hmm. there's a podcast called Crime Junkie. It's yes. hosted by Ashley Flowers and Britt. It's I on love the, them under now. the. Aren't they funny the way her, I want to see what they look voice. like. <laughs> Because she's always like, and then yes. he never and so guys, came and so, back. Right. Never came back. back. She has the, like, perfect true crime. So, so wait, I'm confused. That's Brit. <laughs> you mean to me, no one went to get the, yeah, I'll be listening. And some, that like, shit, that's crazy. You listen to that at <laughs> night when you're walking, sometimes it will have you, you know. I have this bad habit of playing it on my commute and I'm yeah. like what is that why do we do that to ourselves because <laughs> so you, you can have should. something else stressing you out instead of your commute <laughs> you be thinking them thriller people will come out behind you on your way home I'm telling you it's awful but I'm addicted it is so damn good I love their cover art too their, pi- their yeah. uh, artwork is gorgeous and honestly it amazes me how in-depth the episodes are. Like, she goes in. She goes in. And they do updates. Like, they follow the cases, so they don't just leave yep. it at that. If, like, the killer was found or the body or something, they update you, and which I think is pretty cool. Um, it's a weekly podcast dedicated to giving you your true crime fix. It's every Monday. Ashley Flowers will tell you about whatever crime she's been obsessing over that week in a way that sounds like you're sitting and talking with your best friend. I would love to. We need to just go on there. Crime Junkie. <laughs> crime Junkie, if, let's do it. If you're listening, like, <laughs> we, I want to go. Oh, so. my God. They're their live show. I actually want to see what their live shows are like. I'm that scared must to be go. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, for my woo-woo folks, mm-hmm. you know I have to have mm-hmm. one for the woo-woo folks. Horoscope Today. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast network original. It's a new daily pod, and it's daily. Mm-hmm. But I love it because it's only two, three minutes long. So it gives you like an energy forecast for the day based on your zodiac. So a new daily podcast that gives you a personal forecast for your life every day, whether you need guidance on which route to take, whether to ask for a raise or raise hell, or just to put the small stuff in perspective, Horoscope Today is here to help. Hmm. So I listen to it on Spotify. Once you put in Horoscope Today all of the Zodiacs will come under it, like a drop menu, and then you sign up and subscribe to the one that's yours. And I'm it's do great. It. Uh, you should. It's really good. When we was kids, my first cousin, shout out to my cousin. Um, I wonder should <laughs> I say her name. She wouldn't care if nobody knew. <laughs> shout out to my cousin, Misty. I love you, dog. Hey, Misty. Misty used to call. The, uh, it was like a, a number you could call Ms. every Cleo? day. Not Miss Cleo, but like you could call and it would read your horoscope to you. What? <laughs> and when we would be going to school, she used to call her horoscope. And uh, she needed to know. Wait a minute. We was like in like the eleventh, tenth, and eleventh grade. Like we was like teenagers. She she was in the mornings ahead of her time. You hear me? Shout out to me. That's funny that you could call like a horoscope hotline. You know, you had to call for everything back in the day. You had to call for the movie time. Was it free? Yes, it was a number you could call because you could call like the time. Remember, you could call um, the time time and find out what time it was. It was sort of like that. You could call for your horoscope. Call for the time and the weather, so we would know where it was going to be cold (laughs) in there or not. Mm -hmm, I remember that that. is so funny but it's called so horoscope today that's from my woo woo folks um 
Now, bonus honorable mentions, I should say. Uh, if you love Angie Martinez, because you know we love Angie, oh, we Martinez. Love Angie Martinez. She has a podcast called Infamous. It's a Spotify Studios original. I know, right? Come on. Give it up for a legend. But here's the part where I don't know if you're going to love it. The story she be telling? This, she's telling the story of of Takashi 69 right now. Mm. <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah, he, if nothing else, he's interesting. It's a, it's. I think it's like a six-part story series kind of docu-series style she interviews lawyers that worked with him people from around the way like from his actual block to kind of get some insight on like how did he become who he was his family you hear about his dad passing like just the things that made him him and where he made those turns And you know, Angie Martinez is legendary. Oh my God. So her voice alone, I think I mm -hmm. listen to it more so because I just, she's Mm -hmm, just New York to Mm -hmm. me. It reminds me of like Hot 97 when I was younger. Literally. Um, And then lastly, there's a podcast I love called Stuff You Should Know. It's hosted by Josh and Chuck from iHeartRadio. And it says, if you've ever wanted to know about champagne, Satanism, the Stonewall Uprising, Chaos Chaos Theory, LSD, El Nino, True Crime, Rosa Parks, then look no further. Now, what do Rosa Parks got? (laughs) I know Rosa Parks looked up and said, she sat up and was like, now what do this got to do with me? Now, what do I have to do with any of this? You know, that's the second time Rosa didn't set up this week. <laughs> okay. Because you remember all that. Uh, yeah, with that Nikki song. Rosa been sitting up all week like, damn, can a bitch breathe? <laughs> I love it, though, because they basically cover stuff you should know. Yes. And it's very random. But they break things down. They actually, you know what's funny? They had an episode on kinks the same week that we did. Really? But they went more into the science of it and really went in depth, even like mentioning specific kinks and where they come from. And I was like, oh, shit, the fact that, you know, we would do that at the same time that I thought that was pretty cool. But that is a great podcast. They're super nerdy, but I love them. (laughs) I've learned a lot from them. You know, they literally teach you things that you probably would never have thought to look up yourself or things Mm. that you are like, oh, my God, someone else is thinking about that you know like because it's just so random Mm. and they break everything down they also have like a sister Mm. podcast called stuff they don't want you to know and that's the more taboo conversations like psychic powers ufos government conspiracies and history being riddled with unexplained events dj Khaled on there they don't want us to win (laughs) so stuff you should know and stuff they don't want you to know that's the darker sister uh iheart radio both of them are so much fun you get in your nerd bag with that show. So those are pretty much the only ones I wanted to mention. And I mentioned the we the we work one called We Crashed um, last week. Who Barry, shout out to Barry. Shout out to Barry. Hey. She actually hit me saying that they're in trouble. What's wrong with Barry? No, the podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got really concerned. Apparently the podcast um, was using clips in the podcast of interviews that were from like another show. 
Oh, uh-uh. damn. <laughs> and didn't give them credit. Like, they didn't mention, like, oh, we got it from here or even put it in the information on the damn. bottom. Yeah, so there... Because I was like, how come new episodes didn't come out? <laughs> and I've been telling <laughs> uh, y'all. <laughs> what they say? Who's going to tell it? <laughs> <laughs> and Barry hit me like, that's so crazy that you just shouted them out because... They like <laughs> it just got exposed that they you know been using clips and not giving the people wow. credit. They so. closed that piano like they did on a color purple. Remember when they were sending <laughs> that juke joint? That ooh, time to go. Dang. <laughs> 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 but I'm hurt because I was all invested. I'm like, wait, we got three more episodes. Yeah, they got raided. <laughs> <laughs> they sent the feds on them motherfuckers. Stop. Damn, friend. But all those that I mentioned, that's literally my podcast list that yes. I listen. That's my rotation, I should say. Yes. That's like daily, weekly. Obviously, my friends' shows included as well because the Re, Jaden XD, Getting Grown, Jesus Samara, all of those are definitely part of the ro- the rotation. And yes, Insecurity will be back soon. <laughs> and y'all know that. That's definitely part of the rotation. Yes. <laughs> you heard. You heard okay. it here first. So just wanted to give some podcasts of Dustin. Any podcasts you wanted to shout yes. out? Yes. Um, fortunately, I've, I've had the opportunity to be a guest on several dope podcasts. Yes, put us on. So let's just run a couple of them. First of all, way, way, way back in the day. Um, I was able to be a guest on my, my brother, Miles Jones, and my boy Reek had a podcast called the He-Man Woman Haters oh, Club. Oh, yeah. They've both gone on to do great things, and they have their own shows. Um, and Reek has a show called The Good Brother Experience. You can find it on all the platforms. Love that name. Um, but it's just his thoughts, um, and the cover of it is him on a coin with a do-rag on. Dang. So you can't help but <laughs> miss brand. it. That's good. Um, he never has guests. It's just been him. I told him I want to be his first guest and be the other side of the coin. So... Let's make that happen. Oh, good, but um, good. yeah, so the Good Brother Experience, if you want laughs and a unique, a uniquely uh, male New York perspective on certain things <laughs> that will actually surprise you quite often, check out my boy Reek's show, The Good Brother Experience. Shout out to the Eat, Pray, Thought podcast. Um, yes. Really, really dope podcast. Hey, I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. It's one you got to listen to <laughs> on your own. Tell them how thoughts pray, uh, spelled. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. Um, uh, also, I listen to the B. Scott show. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I shout love out to B. B. Scott. I love, I love me some B. Scott And shout now. out to my boy Denver, just Denver, who is B. Scott's sidekick. I know both hey, of Denver. them, but I know Denver, too. Um, and just cool dudes. So shout out to Denver. I listen to the B. Scott show. Hi, um, Denver. I love B. Scott because I used to watch him when he was on YouTube. Yeah. And he would have the Paw Paw dance. The yeah. And yeah. he would be like, hey, hey love muffins. It's B. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to love that. You remember the Papa song? Yes, and his little shoulder, the yes. hands. Oh my Beast god! Scott had some great content, some yes. great exclusives. And how much she loved Mariah. Yes. Listen, B Scott. If you really want to get into it, B Scott is a pioneer. Yeah, and I'm just started going started that YouTube shit. Started a lot I of mean, that YouTube on shit on YouTube, like yes. original, like one of the started first. Started off, I always started every video off like dancing and then a little song before getting into the shit, and it was always so perfect. Shout out to B. Love Scott. that he's still out here. Yeah. Yes, friend, you took the like words complete, on my mind. Like always still, evolving, still yes. working, still relevant. Yeah, and like I said, um, B. Scott was actually featured this year on featured on a lot of different programming, but. 
um, B. Scott was featured on the Real Housewives of Atlanta this year um, because of some articles that had been run as exclusives on his site um, that ended up Love making B. their Scott. way Com. into the storyline <laughs> on the show. So it's good visibility and yeah, it's also, awesome. I think, um, deserved at this point because blogs like B. Scott, LoveBScott.com and others are why we even pay attention to these shows in the first place, why we get so invested in these characters' personal lives. So we yes. really drive the ratings of those shows when we do things like run articles on about him on Love B. Scott and talk about him here on the Friend Zone in the TV Land segment. So yeah. um, it's good that his his site was recognized and his podcast was recognized in that way. So <clears throat> I listened to the Love B. Scott show. Um, I listened to the Oprah Rose show. That's another really good podcast. Shout out to We So Crazy. Or excuse me, We Sound Crazy. Oh, Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony's show. Shout out to Some that. great episodes. If you listen Funny to nothing else, listen to the <laughs> Selena Johnson episode of We Sound Crazy podcast and there's so many more criminal um just so many more but we I, we don't you know it can only be so long shout out to horrible decisions too yeah i seen selena johnson on the breakfast club and i was like what great can, interview right why couldn't she come we're gonna here? talk about her in the music segment hey okay. now so those of you listening let us know what your favorite podcasts are mm-hmm. i love to put me on to new ones too because I listen to like the same 10, 15 in rotation. I'm, you know, you know a creature else, habit. Mm-hmm. And I, I just thought about this. Also, speaking of YouTube pioneers, The Scorpion Show has a podcast oh, now. Oh, they do? Yes. Oh. So shout out to The Scorpion Show. They've actually started a podcast. Um, so check them out. I love The Scorpion Show. Yep. YouTube you pioneers. You always loved The I Scorpion have, Show. Oh, like, <laughs> like, let it be known. Yes. I have yes. been a fan God of bless theirs. Mama Scorpion. Right. Yes. 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 How's Mama Scorpion. She's around. She's um, Kevin is taking care of her, and um, he's you know doing his part to make sure his mom gets really it's good care. Yeah. yeah, and so um, they have their a great relationship that we were fortunate enough to be able to watch. Yeah, throughout all the what eleven years they've been on YouTube That's now. So, crazy. so the Scorpion wow. shows that they started a lot of things um, in the YouTube landscape. So shout out to them. Also shout out to Pop Roast, um, Alexander Rogers, um, and Chris, his co-host. I guess. You've I guess did a guest spot on their show. So shout out to Pop Roast on YouTube. Yeah, that's it. Yay. I love giving creators I try to do that. Like, we have to. We have to, man. Like, this is our world. And it's nice to to push each other and boost each other when we can. So had to mention the networks that are doing it, the hosts that are doing it, the producers, the content, favorite episodes, all of that. So I would love to hear your version of it for those of you listening. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Asante. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Mr. Music Man, bouncing it right back to you. What you got for us this week? <laughs> we back. <laughs> more music, more music, more music. Um, another week where I've been overrun with too much stuff to listen to and have not been able to go back and listen to anything that I want to listen to yet. Why not? Because there's so (laughs) much music that just keeps coming out. I don't know why. It just won't stop. Um, I want to just really quickly just shout out, like I like shouting out people at the top of the segment. I want to shout out Victoria Monet. 
Um, What's her secret? Moments. Actually, you know what? She's you, so bomb. Friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you heard the new Victoria Monet? Of course. I don't miss a beat with Victoria Monet. I read Monet. an article about, I read a headline about her recently. Was it a good if one? If it was mean, you can't say it on it the show. It wasn't mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was just something I didn't know. Oh, what? what was it? That she was in a relationship for like right in front of our face that we didn't even realize. Well, who? Another singer. Oh. I have to show it to you guys. I'm like, I'm just, I don't make the news. <laughs> I just reported. But I didn't know. It was like one of them hidden in plain sight things. And I was like, oh. I didn't even know they was dating. I thought they was friends. But go ahead. That's cute. Well, listen, we've talked about Victoria Monet before. I uh, just want to talk about her again. Yeah. I, she just dropped a track called Moment. Um, I, I really dig her style, and I really like this track. I should have held off for listening lately, but I just wanted to talk about her because I listened to this on the train on the way here, and I was like, damn, like... It's, it's, it just it hit me. Somebody hit me. So I'm going to play Moment. This will be my like one listen lately, and we could just keep talking about all the stuff that came out. But uh, Victoria Monet, you did the damn thing. I'm just going to play the snippet now. Here. I just had to share that because I was listening to it and it kind of reminded me of like the vibe I was on last week. So I was like, it's just, what do you mean? Um, like with uh, Luke James, the track that I played from him, it, it was just like a really vibey track. It's just something about like when people just get back down to those like key moments in a song. Mm-hmm. I hate to be cliche because she just called it moment. But um, like I feel like there are tracks that I just like because of the production, but this was so stripped down and it was so funky and I loved it. And her doing... Um, just her style of R&B on this record, I would really, really appreciate it. Because I know she's more of a pop girl sometimes, so I like that she does pop and R&B, and she can make, like, full-on funky R&B and, like, just go down these roads, and it still be cohesive. So shout-out to Victoria Monet. Can't wait to see what the looks are going to be for that one. I like the stuff she did. I, rem- I, I was introduced to her. She did a song with the medical doctor, T.I., on one of his albums. Medical doctor. And, um, I know what you're talking about, You know what about I'm talking too. about? That was my shit. She was like uh, 16 or 17 at the time. Um, What's the name of that album? I don't remember. I, but you know what I'm talking about. Or something like, that song is the jam, yes. and that's where I know Victoria Monet from. She yes. did a song with the she medical ex- expert. Yeah, she been working. She been out here with Ariana Grande for a minute now doing things. Um, you know, the Monopoly video they had just put out not too long ago. But um, I just... I just want to see more of the VM, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. So thank you for putting She's out the record, dope. and uh, can't wait to see what more is coming with it. Um, along with Victoria Monet, just people I want to shout out that have been releasing music. Um, Isla, I-Y-L-A. 
forever this shit. I know you talked best visuals in the You game. talked about her before yeah. and I remember back when she was um like around that time we talked about her when she was on Twitter and like those visuals were popping up from before. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw the visuals for Tattoo Tears on this uh this go round I was like, "Oh, she's about to do some cool shit again." How many bodies she got? <laughs> and the fact Enough. that she Ain't that what that means? <laughs> she keeps one-upping herself. Yes, it's the coolest it's, part. It's really really dope. Even watching um did you see the video for uh, Cash Rules? The new one. Yeah, yeah. With the gems yes, on her face. Yeah. Yes. She killed yeah, it. Yeah, so uh, I guess Isla, she's more somebody, and her name is Isla, I-Y-L-A. Um, she's somebody that you should not only listen to, but you, you should definitely check out their visuals, their videos. Um, I just can't mention enough. I can't stress enough how important videos are and how much we miss out on the cool visual content people put out for us so we can really appreciate what yes. an artist is doing. Yes. Um, but yeah, she has great visuals. She's had them out the game, um, out the gate, so she and she continues to slay with them. I'm in love. Um, I also want to just quickly shout out Two Chains. He dropped the TRU um, with "It's Called No Face, No Case." <laughs> you heard. <laughs> Dead. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, features a lot of his artists, a lot of new people, um, a lot of really really cool songs, a lot of really cool sounds. Um, Two Chains from the ATL. A lot of real like down south Georgia type shit. And not the standard stuff that you're hearing a lot of today. It's kind of reminiscent of some old school Atlanta stuff. So check out Two Chains. Check out the new Two Chains and the whole TRU gang. Um, again, that album's called No Face, No Case. And that's really all I want to do for the Music Man segment. Now I'm gonna just turn it over to y'all and do the listens lately. Um, friend, have you had any music you've been listening to lately? Nope. No. Mm-mm. Anything you've been seeing? <laughs> no, but I will say I, I just now I'm looking and. Our fave Haley Williams has oh an God. EP, yeah. and it's called "Pedals for Armor." Is it "Pedals for Armor One" or "I"? I don't know, but an EP by Haley. That's she so has good. videos for it too. I want to say she dropped two videos already, but um, Haley's somebody I want to continue it has to watch. Five songs. Mm-hmm. It's only eighteen minutes long. Eminem daughter. <laughs> So I'm definitely excited about that. And I'm just seeing that her has a new record called Sometimes as well. So Same person or are you talking about the girl with the hair and the glasses? <laughs> Gabby. Gabby is her. So um, Wh- Which one? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> did I, I did play the phony people in Megan Stallion, right? Megan the Stallion. You play phony people. I don't know if it was the one Megan the Stallion. You haven't heard their new song together? No, I haven't. It's called Fucking Around. (laughs) No, I haven't heard it. (laughs) It is so good. I love that. I thought I played it. Okay. Is that the one you played? Well, if I did, we're going to play it again. Okay, I'm not mad. (laughs) Phony people featuring Megan the Stallion, Fucking Around. Second look at what you do Sending me the supersonic signal You 
I love that. You, you ain't got a man, man, but you're fucking around. <laughs> and then, you know, she comes in talking her shit you know, about know. being a cheater. I'm like, this is a good song. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> it's just a fun summer song. I yeah. almost wish they had waited, and but it's just too good. They had to drop that. It would have been a perfect yeah. summer record. Nice little ride. But phony people, you know, I've been bigging them up for a minute. They're just dope, all around dope. I was surprised they had a song with Megan Thee Stallion. I know they had the Tiny Desk concert, so I guess mm-hmm. that must have bubbled up into this. But such a good record, such a fun record. Definitely look that up. You know, speaking of Tiny Desk, I just watched Sir's Tiny Desk. I saw clips. It was really, really good. I mean, it's sad. And his mama was up there singing with him, too. Beyonce was on it. (laughs) It just hit me. I'm like, Beyonce. And he was so excited when he said it. (laughs) It was... Uh, it was really, really good to hear him sing and just always how he do shit with his family. Andy Smoke's been dropping music and I haven't been talking about him. I should talk about that at some point. I just hey. haven't had the chance to listen to it. But uh, So that's my only one. Okay, Dustin, what about you? What you been listening to? What you been listening to lately? Shout out to the fantastic Quinn. Who yes. She dropped a lyric video for her song Calling. She um, dropped it while y'all were in my house, remember? Yeah. We literally sat and watched the whole thing. So these hoes can learn the words. So shout out to <laughs> Quinn. Um, shout out to the rapper IDK, who oh, yes. um, his album Is He Real is the shit. Um, so yeah, check that dope. out. Um, also shout out to Brent Fayez, whose mm-hmm. album is Fire. Um, shout out to Pop Smoke, his album Meet the Wu Twist. I guess it's not an album, but Meet the Wu Two Fire from beginning to end. Have you it's been listening? It's not an album. Well, maybe it is. It's I a, thought it was. Whatever mm. it is, it's right. hard to tell mm-hmm. nowadays. They be doing. Yeah, they be doing them future album release uh, schedules and shit. <laughs> like, uh, is this an album mixtape or EP? What the hell is this? <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> but what is it? So shout out to um, him, and also shout out to Cutting Crew. Let's throw it back a little bit. Mm. Shout out to Cutting Crew. I just died in your arms. Wow. wow. That song. I've been listening to that song. Like I don't know why. I just I love the way. It must have been something I said. I want to know how that came back into your awareness. It must have been something you said. I just, I've been listening it's to that. So that's all. I'm not playing nothing this week. I just wanted to share those. I'm with it. All Thank right. you. Well, very quickly before we move on, I wanted to make sure that I shouted out my Ratchet faves. Um, Trippy Red dropped a song with Young Thug. It's called <laughs> Yellow. Ratchet faves. Um, I love Trippy Red's music. Yeah, it's he's always hitting. So Trippy Red, uh, Young Thug. Two of my favorite things together. One song. Love it. Um, it's called Yell O. Yell O O H. Um, anyway, <laughs> listen to the song, it's the shit. And then for the very, very last thing that I want to mention, Nicki Minaj is back with Yikes. Yikes. Oh yeah. What's and it's hype? dope. This is something like there's no visual yet, right? Not yet. Only them tweets from the other day. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the visuals we needed. Definitely not the ones I was looking for. I said both these motherfuckers gonna have carpal tunnel by the end of the day. I'ma just um uh, I'ma just do what I do and stay to the music <laughs> and say I like the Yikes record. Um very good record. I really, really enjoy Yikes. it. I'm actually very <laughs> excited for whatever this new coming of Nikki is, especially I didn't get to listen to Queen Radio. But I want to listen to it just because I know she had, like, Malibu Mitch up there. And I want to know, like, oh, how yeah. that... Yeah, shout out to Malibu Mitch. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the girls that I've I been, love Malibu Mitch. Been fucking with her for a minute. So, you know, just 50 love... 50 Cent was up there, too. 
What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, I might need to I tune in. Of, <laughs> I saw a picture of him and her in the Queen Radio Studios, and he captioned it was something about South South Side. We outside because you know they're oh, both from the South Side. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. Well, I'm gonna listen. Wow. <clears throat> Shout out to Nicki Minaj. She uh, said she was releasing a new alter ego on this project. Uh, so somebody else other than Roman? Mm-hmm. It's a new one. I worker. guess he took his medication. I guess well, Roman took his name, medication. Uh, I think the name is Sleazy. Okay. I'm I'll, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm with it. Uh, right. It's Nikki and, you know, Roman Roman was a time. Like, <laughs> like there are times where, first of all, <laughs> I don't want to do a Nikki appreciation <laughs> thread. <laughs> but a lot of those records <laughs> were so annoying to me, but she was spitting so fucking hard on some of them. And I was just like, who the fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how am I supposed to process what's going on? Oh, but I, even like, uh, what's this, the record with her and Eminem, the old one? Uh uh, I'm not Jasmine. I'm a lady. Oh, yeah. Like so was, far they hit these bones as a gag. See me in my new whip. Like I'm starting to feel like a dungeon dragon. It's like <laughs> she's <laughs> like a dungeon dragon. <laughs> I'm starting to feel. It's, it's like it felt like she, she was had having so much fun. She did, and and those tracks stuck because she was having so much fun. So Why she hate your love now? I love your love. Find she said she hate that song. Dark. <laughs> and she didn't like her singing. I like that song. I love that's the song that made me like her. Oh, I love your love. I used to feel like she, like was she was him. talking to me. I, think that was he. I used to feel like she was talking to me. Like it would make me smile and like blush when I would hear that song Bye, a little not, bit. Not, I love no. that song. You got spark. You you got Ain't spark. Ain't that a good song? You got something other girls want. Yes, that's that's You're Keely like Williams' girl. version. He's singing it like the girl from Three L W. Do you know what fun Nicki Minaj fact? I just uh-huh. I just, uh-huh. I, just, uh-huh. I just saw that was for Doctor Heavenly. I just saw a um, oh. an interview that Nicki Minaj did where she said they were asking her what song she wished she could have jumped on, and she said that when she heard "Sorry" by Beyonce Ooh, on Lemonade, she was high. like. She said, I was thinking in my head, like, Beyonce, why you ain't call me for this? And I just, that song, I could hear Nikki on that all All day. And I just died because I'm thinking about arms tonight. Oh, yeah, right. And it must be something you said. Yep. Imagine yeah, Nikki killing the uh, no, left a note in the hallway part. Left a note in the hallway. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Why did you just do the robot? Because he always uh, does it. Left a note in the. And then she put her arms behind her back and popped her shoulders. <laughs> I love everybody know you can ask anybody to this day uh, if me and Fury go to the club and they play sorry I just turn right around just look at him look, look, look at cause he know that's my shit in the club he everybody know go. I love sorry he but won't let go the back in remember she alive. had that Nefertiti braid she was like <laughs> locked up I said she ain't none of the mad cow meat cause she uh-huh. was locking up in that damn video oh god that's it for the music man segment Unless you have anything else you want to add. Nothing. All right. Well, with that said. I ain't sorry. We will be moving on back to Dustin Ross, who is not sorry for TV Land segment. Dustin hey, Ross, what you been watching? Really quickly, I want to give a shout out to my friend Carlton Morton, Mr. Couture. Oh, I love Carlton. Carlton is a cast member on the new Netflix uh, dating reality competition show called Love is Blind. What? It actually premieres February um, 13th, which is the day that our show is at Sony Hall. You can get your tickets to our show at SonyHall.com. 
search friend zone. Shameless plug. Um, there's also a bit.ly link, which is what is Sante? B-I-T dot L-Y slash the friend zone live Sony Hall. There you go. Back to Carlton, though. <laughs> he is a cast member on Love is Blind on Super Netflix. Super cool. I am so happy for him. Carlton has an amazing personality, and he's a very, very, um, he leads with his heart when it comes to love and relationships. So this is literally a perfect project for him. Nice. Um, I'm so excited for Can't people to, to see that side of okay. him. Yep. So check that out on Netflix. Um, also, we just got to talk about Kenya Moore really quick from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, they were back from <laughs> like a two-house. Like you house, looked at me like... Yeah, we just, we just do. really quick. We just we got to talk about this. Kenya drives a Tesla, by the way. They are, yeah. yeah, and still ain't got stuck in it. They are um, oh, they're back from a two week hiatus. <laughs> and Kenya, this week, Kenya got into a confrontation with Tanya Sam. Tanya Sam is a season eleven newbie. She was a friend to the show, brought on um, through a friendship that she had with Nene, but she formed organic bonds with the other girls on the cast, and she's really kind of stood out as a friend of the show. She's really earned her place, um, and her personality is so refreshingly different from everybody else on this mm-hmm. cast. She's a Canadian. She be acting Canadian. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's great, and so. Her and Kenya got into a confrontation this week, and I just feel like Kenya went too far. And this is my problem with her, because there's so many things that I like about Kenya Moore. First of all, I think that she's a very smart woman. She's very, very smart. Mm -hmm. Um, She is great when it comes to strategy, even in business. She has a successful hair care line that's in Sally Beauty Supply stores all over, like over 3,000 stores or something like that. Like, she's really doing well. Um, She's from Detroit. I'm very proud of that. She's super articulate. Um, I just, I, I like a lot of things about Kenya Moore, but there's a side of her. It's so funny because she's known for being a beauty brand, but there's a side that's so ugly. Mm. I'm trying not to be juicy. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It is so Sorry. hard. <laughs> but there's a, that was for friend, y'all. But anyway, <laughs> there's a side of her that is just so ugly, and I hate to see it surface. When she... I feel like Kenya is it's, it's it's the weirdest thing because I don't feel like she takes advantage of people who have personalities that are less robust than hers because she stands up to people like Nene Leakes, who is known for having a huge personality and being a, a, a literally a force wall on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she does things like get into a confrontation with Tanya Sam this week, take things way too far, make crazy accusations about her relationship, just totally unnecessarily being nasty and I don't like that shit I didn't like it at I all. didn't like seeing that I didn't like the way she was even including Cynthia who who she has I mean they are knee deep embroiled in a battle with NeNe Leakes over her friendship with Cynthia Bailey you know but so in one breath she's saying she's Cynthia's friend but in the next breath she's wildly and blatantly disrespectful even in conversation mm-hmm. Make being accusatory again in just just the most vile of ways, and this is supposed to be your girl. So I just you can't have it both ways, Kenya. Mm-hmm. If you want us to be on your side and support you as a character on this show, damn it, you gotta live right. You ain't living right. Yeah, and I'm just tired of it. And I'm gonna be nice this week. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm just going to button it right there. But there's a lot more that I could say that I don't want to say. So hopefully well, when the reunion Kenya, comes. No, right. Hopefully when the reunion comes, we see a side of Kenya that is much more tasteful. I.e., just save all the drama for Nene. Like, you don't need to argue with nobody else on the show right. but Nene. All the other confrontations, they come off um, unbalanced because you're such a, a hellcat. And the rest of these girls are not, you know, most of the time. So it just don't ever work. Nene is the only person person that can match that sort of energy in her own way and it seems like a fairly matched situation for you to have that sort of behavior in. Now I know this is really stupid, mm-hmm. but it was we needed to talk about it. No, we it. did. And I was it. I was very upset too. I didn't like how they how she treated uh, Tanya and I also didn't like how the cookie lady came in afterwards and how to, I didn't need that. I, I didn't like, like fuck that. that cookie lady. Yep. And, I didn't like and that. And fuck her cookies and too. And that's why you the cookie lady. Cuz she came in with that little sad ass story. That's why yeah. when Tanya was like, "Oh, this is it." And she I was like, "Well, don't get excited yet, sweetie." He's like, "But that literally was the And, and, and story. furthermore, you jealous. You so jealous of Tanya. You just know Tanya Tanya be fresh as hell when the feds watching okay and you hate that and you want to be a part of this show and this cast and it was like seeing Yovana all over again a thirsty ass fan who has been watching this show just like we have and has passionate opinions about the show just like we do because we're not on the show and when you bring that fan energy and perspective into the cast of these shows it doesn't mesh well because it's not it doesn't belong there you're not fully present in the moment You're, you're acting through what you've watched on television right. as a fan and people like to cook and it's it's so apparent in their behavioral choices when people have that sort of background. Mm-hmm. Yovana had it. You see what mm-hmm. happened. They ended up eating her ass alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and now here we go with the cookie lady who has it as well. So I just hope they don't have Yovana. And they're going to, but I just don't want to see her at the reunion. I hope they don't. I don't want her I to be at the reunion. The only reason I would like for her to come is so we can watch them eat her ass alive. And that's it. Because they're going to get her. Candy going to get yeah. her. Portia going to get her. Everybody going to get her. And shout out to Candy. When you were talking about Kenya before, I like how... I guess Kenya just realized she couldn't even come for Candy, but like when Candy was nailing that ass to the wall about her trying to ruin the engagement, yes. it was like, what were you doing? But I like the fact that Kenya was actually backing down in those moments instead of doing too damn much like Kenya does. Yes. But and I still yes. don't want her to keep doing that. I still don't want her to keep trying it. That's it. Nothing else? You ain't been watching nothing else? Mm-mm. Watch The Pharmacist on oh, Netflix. I have been watching something else. I'm sorry. And we will watch The Pharmacist on Netflix. <laughs> I love legal drugs. Uh, <laughs> not like that before y'all even get started. I just, my cousin is a pharmacist, so I know that the, you know, pharmacy mm-hmm. is a great place. That's actually, well, we'll talk more about that later. Um, what was I going to, so what was it? I was going to suggest you something. Watching. You said you've been watching something. Damn. Well, she I said the pharmacist on fast. Netflix. Is it on TV or is it on one of the apps? It doesn't even matter. Damn. It was on something from television, but it's okay. It'll come back to me when it needs the to be. The haves and have nots. No. <laughs> Greenleaf. Mm-mm. Damn. Love and Hip Hop Miami. Mm-mm. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, 90 Love Day after Fiance. Yeah, that one. Mm-mm. Love After Lockup. Damn. <laughs> All the terrible shows <laughs> we watched. Well, look, I, I, was, I already did my Netflix. I was like, damn, we're yeah, done with Netflix. Know. All right, well, thank you for sharing what you've been watching, Dustin. You're welcome. <laughs> I guess that does it for this week's episode. It does. Once again, catch us live at Sony Hall on Thursday. That's February 13th. For tickets, go to Sony Hall. Or actually, Asante's vanity link. (laughs) B-I-T dot L-Y slash the friend zone live Sony Hall. And that's it for us this week. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. And we will catch you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Bye.
there's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work.